folks. Welcome to episode 95 of the Ubuntu Security Podcast. I'm Alex Murray. So this week, we'll do our usual roundup of vulnerability fixes from the past week. And we're also going to have a chat about some going-ons in the Ubuntu security community. In particular, a couple things around AppArmor. So yeah, we'll get onto that a bit later. But first, we'll look at our usual roundup of vulnerabilities fixed in the past week. So in this last week, there were 26 unique CVEs addressed by the team. First up, we had an update for Pam Python, uh, one CVE that was fixed for uh, both Ubuntu releases 16.04 and 18.04 long-term support. Uh, this was a regression update. Originally, uh, I talked about this back in episodes 92 and 94. Uh, that update uh, for the 18.04 and 16.04 releases respectively uh, was a little too restrictive and it would actually disallow PAM modules that were written in Python, obviously, from importing Python modules from uh, site-specific directories. And so that has been uh, fixed in this update. So if you did have any PAM Python modules like that, uh, they should now be working more correctly again. We then had an update for uh, Gosa. Uh, three CVEs were fixed for Ubuntu 16.04 long-term support. Uh, this is a PHP-based LDAP user admin front-end. Uh, in particular, I uh, had a fix here for cross-site scripting attacks that could be mounted via the change password form. Uh, there was also an interesting uh, vulnerability where you were able to log into any account that happened to contain a username with uh, the string success in it with any arbitrary password. So I'm guessing what happened here was that it was looking at uh, the return uh, from you know, some some output that happened to contain your username with the word success in it and went, oh, great, the, the login worked. Uh, so yeah, that was fixed for Gosa, as well as um, a vulnerability where it mishandled cookies that could allow an authenticated user to delete files on the web server in the context of the user account that was running the web server, even though they didn't have permissions for that. Uh, we then had an update for FastD. This is the fast and secure tunneling daemon, uh, one CV that was fixed for Ubuntu release 2004 long-term support, the focal fossa. Uh, in this case, it failed to free uh, the receive buffers in certain circumstances. So this would obviously lead to a memory leak and you could therefore get a denial of service. We then had an update for Samba, three different CVEs that were fixed for all of our supported releases, uh, the standard support releases, including 16.04, 18.04, and 20.04 long-term support, and uh, the recently released Ubuntu uh, Groovy Gorilla 20.10. Uh, there were two different denial of service issues here for Samba. Uh, in one of these, a remote attacker could cause the, the DNS server component of Samba to crash by supplying invalid DNS records, or it could possibly cause a WinBind to crash via crafted WinBind requests. And there was also uh, a vulnerability fixed where it failed to check permissions on change notify. So essentially a local attacker then uh, could subscribe to get notifications on files when they changed, uh, even if they didn't have permission to be able to read them. And so you'd be able to then you know, read uh, the different file attributes as a result as the file changed. And so you could leak file information as a result. So they were fixed for Samba. Blue Man was next. So I talked about this back in last week's episode 94. Uh, and that we had an additional fix coming that would harden Blue Man essentially by incorporating the use of policy kit for certain uh, authenticated privileged actions. And so uh, now in the Ubuntu releases 20.04 uh, long-term support and 20.10, the most recent releases, uh, that is supported. Uh, this functionality isn't supported back on the old releases, but yeah, if you are uh, happening to use Blue Man, uh, you are now a little safer because it will prompt for authentication for certain actions on those releases. Uh, next up, then, we had uh, a few CVEs reported to us by Kevin Backhouse from GitHub. So he reported uh, these to us as private bugs on Launchpad, 
and uh, we worked through these with him and the upstream uh, GNOME developers. In this case, uh, there were some bugs in GDM, that's the uh, GNOME Display Manager, essentially where you log into your desktop from uh, and you know, type your username and password and the account service component. And so there was a couple of different bugs that kind of interacted here that would essentially allow a local unprivileged user to be able to create uh, extra accounts on the system that had administrative privileges. So they could essentially you know, leverage that to get admin on your box. Uh, in this case, what it was was that GDM would uh, incorrectly launch the initial setup tool uh, if it could not reach uh, the accounts service uh, component. And so, uh, you know, that isn't terribly interesting on its own unless you can obviously make account service to be unresponsive so that GDM couldn't contact it. You know, we do launch it by default and it is always running. So uh, how do you make account service be unresponsive? Well, Kevin went and found uh, some vulnerabilities in account service that he could leverage with this. And so in this case, account service uh, you know, is a privileged thing. It's used for creating accounts on your system. It's kind of the back end that, you know, if you use the uh, GNOME uh, system uh, properties dialog and you go in there and create an account, this is what actually does the work behind the scenes. Uh, so it is a privileged component. It runs with privileges, but it does drop uh, privileges at certain times. Unfortunately, it doesn't do this in uh, the most secure manner. In particular, when it drops to the unprivileged user, it does so in a way that other instances of that unprivileged user can send signals to it. In particular, you can send it the SIG stop signal, which will cause the process to be paused. And so now it's unresponsive. And so you can essentially stop um, the account service as an unprivileged user. Uh, you can then mount the attack via GDM where it will then launch the initial setup and you can then go and create a new privileged account. Uh, another way you can do it is that you can actually make the uh, PAM environment file, which account service will read, uh, be really large. And you can do this by symlinking it to dev0, essentially a never-ending uh, file full of zeros. And so, uh, again, you can cause it to hang and crash as a result because it will just keep reading in all of dev0 until it exhausts all your memory. And so uh, they were fixed for account service as well as the uh, previous bug with GDM as well. And they were fixed in the Ubuntu releases uh, 18.04 and 20.04 and uh, 20.10. Uh, so yeah, you are now a little safer from local users trying to mount attacks to get uh, privileged users on your machine. Uh, then there was an update for Python cryptography. Uh, this is one CVE for Ubuntu releases 16.04, 18.04 and 20.04 long-term support and the Groovy Gorilla. Uh, this was a Blinkenbacker attack. Uh, so this is a form of an adaptive chosen ciphertext attack. And if you want to know a bit more about this, I've got a, a link to a great explanation in the show notes. Uh, but this is a timing oracle attack that uh, can be used basically to infer based on the uh, amount of time that certain uh, operations take. You can infer the actual private key that's being used for, in this case, uh, the decryption of RSA. And so, yeah, a remote attacker can then observe that over a number of different uh, attack, oh, sorry, a number of different, uh, they can mount this attack over a number of different tries and observe the time of all of them and essentially infer the private key as a result. So that has been fixed for Python cryptography. And last of all, we had an update for uh, Eraser's TNEF uh, library. So this is 12 CVEs that were fixed for Ubuntu release 6.04 long-term support. Uh, this is the lib TYN. TYNEF. Uh, this is a TNEF stream reader library. Uh, TNEF is the proprietary format used by Microsoft Outlook and the Exchange server for doing email attachments. 
Uh, so a pretty common component here. And unfortunately, it had a lot of different issues. So there were fixes for uh, null pointer dereferences, uh, an infinite loop that could be triggered, uh, various buffer overflows, out of bounds reads, uh, directory tra traversal issues, and more. So yeah, a real mixed bag of vulnerabilities that were fixed here for uh, libtynf. Uh, all of these then could possibly be leveraged to crash uh, you know, any application using this or you know, therefore cause a denial of service or possibly get uh, remote code execution. And so yeah, that was it for the roundup of security vulnerabilities for the week. So as I said at the start, there's just a couple uh, other items to cover in uh, community news. In particular, uh, the AppArmor team uh, being led by John Johansson is preparing for a 3.0.1 release. Uh, this will include uh, various minor fixes, uh, in particular for various application profiles so that they function a little better, and a fix orders to stop the AA Notify utility. Uh, this is a desktop utility that pops up the desktop notifications whenever you know, AppArmor denials and things like that occur. Uh, and it would exit after 100 seconds of no activity uh, in the 3.0 release. So that will also be fixed as well. And speaking of AppArmor, uh, one of our other team members, Mike Salvatore, will be doing a, a webinar in a couple of weeks called uh, Securing Linux Machines with AppArmor. Uh, this will cover kind of a wire defense in depth strategy should be employed so that you can mitigate potential damage caused by a breach and how AppArmor sort of fits into that. Uh, it'll explain AppArmor, obviously, its key features and why uh, you know, we recommend the principle of least privilege and how you can employ that with AppArmor. And then also a bit more of a discussion about the use of AppArmor in Ubuntu and within Snaps as well. Uh, so yeah, that will be uh, currently that's scheduled for Monday the 16th of November at uh, 4 p.m. UTC. So yeah, there's a link in the show notes as well if you want to sign up for that too. Okay, so that takes us to the end of this week's episode. As usual, if you want to get in contact with the team, you can reach us at securityubuntu.com. We also hang out in the Ubuntu Harden channel on chat.freenote.net. Uh, there is the uh, security section on discourse.ubuntu.com. And finally, on Twitter, we are at Ubuntu underscore sec2. Okay, so thanks everyone for listening again for another week. It's been great doing this all again for you. I'll be back again with you next week. Uh, and until then, remember, keep calm because we've got your back and I'll speak to you soon. Bye.